doors are invisible when closed. It reads, the doors of Durin, Lord of Moria. Speak, friend, and enter. What's the elvish word for friend? Melon. Welcome to Against All Oddities, the podcast about three brothers coming to terms with the oddly true and the truthfully odd. You must have turned on No Clipping because you found it, the AAO episode on Backrooms. Of course, when we say Backrooms, we're mainly just talking about secret rooms as we have experienced them in our complicated and mystical lives. In true Against All Oddities fashion, we cover a lot of ground here, from George Washington's toenail clippings to cave systems, OTO temples, Freemasonry, decapitated hands, hidden graveyards, and nihilism. You found us, so you might as well stick around and see how deep this dark room goes. This is Against All Oddities. Today's secret word is secret rooms. Secret rooms. Secret rooms. So you're listening to Against All Oddities. My name is Chris. I am the middle of the three brothers. I'm Teb. I'm number three. I'm Nate. Uh, Today we are going to be talking about back rooms, but specifically secret rooms and or hidden rooms. So the uh, term back room was a was a, a listener, a longtime listener wrote in and said, hey, you guys should do an episode on back rooms. And I was like, I don't know what that is. So I, I looked into it. Did you guys know about what what a back room was? <laughs> Other than like I didn't know it was sounds like a, a Ray Liotta movie or something. But is that that off of an interstate? Well, I think it's like uh, it's like I started following hashtag backrooms on Instagram, and it kind of helped me understand. It, it seems to be kind of a thing that the kids are into, but it, it's something like you know, like a dungeon crawler, like uh, say Doom or something. It's like if Doom met Office Space or Doom met like joe versus the volcano the beginning office scene where it's just like tunnels of like benign office space it's like it's like supposedly like a liminal space like almost like a purgatory space uh but it's like really depressing and creepy is this like the play thing chris like uh sleep no more that i never got to go to you did go to that no, I did not. I wanted to every time, and then I never got to. But no, I thought we went. Okay, never mind. Well, anyway, Sleep No More is a immersive theater experience in New York that's kind of dreamy. It's like a immersive theater experience based on the play Macbeth. But anyway, uh, yeah, I think that the background to Backrooms has something to do with the term no clipping. No clipping would be a video game reference where uh, you the camera that watches the player uh, can't go through walls and if you turn off no clipping then you could supposedly go through walls and there are certain secrets hidden in there so like in doom the video game from the 90s you could turn off no clipping and there would be actually you could push the camera through walls and find secret rooms yeah! i thought it was a very interesting thing the uh, back rooms but it made me start thinking about secret yeah! rooms and i i know we obviously don't know shit about back rooms <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Clearly. avid listener, but we do know a lot about secret rooms because I feel like between the three of us, we have a lot of stories. And if anything, it is a really interesting oddity. And I'll kick it off just because I think this is a really interesting thing I learned. Now, I don't know how true this is. I ha- I've never been inside the secret room, so I can't verify it. But it wasn't a Dan Brown book, so you know, it's for thought. It could be real. <laughs> but uh, uh, but I also know some people who also kind of verified this uh, as best they could, which is the Freemason uh, 
temple or uh the um george washington masonic national memorial you guys have seen it right it's that giant building in arlington outside dc it's kind of weird looking because it's yeah it was in uh that nick cage movie probably national treasure no but anyway look it up it's a cool building you know it's very masony in that it has like it's very tall it's like the tallest building in arlington as like probably 32 levels that have symbols but why i'm talking about it and why i think it's cool is it's a really tall building right like it has an observation floor at the top i would say it's the equivalent of like 12 stories like it's very tall for dc which is a very short city um but the idea is um that underneath the masonic national memorial um in arlington is a mirror image of the same tower it's like a tower shaped building because as like the hermetic emerald tablet would suggest as above so below that in true masonic lore they made a, a mirror version of the building underneath of it where everything's inverted underground i've never been in this space i'm sure it's secretly off limits but the building is very curiously on a very tall mound, which doesn't make OMG. a lot of sense at first. And they probably needed like a couple extra floors, so they just mound it up. But I thought that was amazing. And it made me think, and maybe the, a question we'll start kick off this conversation about was, if you had to design the secret room for your house, what would it look like? In mine, I've already fully, like whenever I own more land than I currently own, because my backyard is like 15 feet by 20 feet, so I can't do a lot of not even it's smaller than that i can't do a lot of building but i want to have a plaster circular room that will be kind of like a meditation room with like nothing inside with slits in the window because this is like a plaster or cement very minimal kind of cylinder and there'll be like a bench around the whole thing there'll be windows on each cardinal direction and a single like meditation type stone altar in the middle which and then circa the movie mandy where underneath the like altar is another thing i want to have a mirrored version of the same thing one underneath of it which is a secret room where everything's inverted so like the the like stone bench actually runs along the ceiling and you climb That's so in. badass and so and then you just invert the light and so like a it works for two things a that's so fucking metal and cool that like how cool is that but yeah, b it cool. also works as a pretty solid safe room because no one's going to look under the altar to find a secret room in the backyard and then i'll have like plants growing up it so it'll be kind of a uh how uh, would you mirror how would you mirror the stairs to get there no the stairs you don't have to mirror because the stairs would just be a ladder straight down so you would you would push a door a hidden door in the floor and it'd be a straight ladder so the ladder ladders a direct ladder is itself mirror right it's symmetrical so uh it that would work mm, now the ladder would have to go all the way to the ceiling in the top floor too and then run all the way down to the floor of the bottom room the mirrored room you know what i mean mm, maybe because or you yeah if even if you open up a secret floor and the ladder goes all the way down to that floor so you can get off that you're not thinking that... you're not thinking linearly so the ladder pops down you climb down it then it pops back up so when you're in the space the ladder uh, is still no, no, no. I, I was thinking linearly i wasn't thinking retractable yeah like, i i meant linear in time like yes for it for a, a second as you descend it is asymmetrical but then the ladder goes back and then you're now in a symmetrical space so if you're all like sunshine and puppy dog kisses upstairs but you're in a bad mood you go to the other <laughs> the other meditation chamber i do like the idea of painting <laughs> one of the rooms completely black and the other one completely white but the one that's in darkness you could paint that one white so it's like well i mean it would just be i would have no paint it all just be fresco those pure fresco on both sides like so this, is this like the, the upside down world like a... yes sort of but i just like the idea of mirrored space like you're like i have to get i have to like understand my shadow i'm going to go into the upside down meditation chamber but so what would your secret wait wait i'm still i'm on yours I, I like the symmetry i like the the upside down or whatever it yeah, also i pull a thought into this it um it is a complete uh throwback also to our favorite zelda game that we grew up with a link to the past because it has the dark world that is the exact yeah, same the world, world. But like yeah the, the different version of it but the um the lights 
would have to be shaped so that when you flip it upside down, it would become something you could sit on. So that you sit on the ceiling. You sit on the ceiling, but would the ceiling be completely flat? Yeah. Or would you have recess lights in the top with the middle sticking oh, out? I have no, I, there's no power. There's no electricity. There's no lights or anything. It's just going to be the cardinal direction windows that let light in. No candelabras. No chandelier. Yeah, I could have some candelabras, I guess. I don't know. That are backwards? Yeah. You're not gothing this up enough on the under. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, a, I'm only like 80% goth. I can't like edgelord your goth out. Like I gotta like, gotta meet, I'm like... I'm like left to center goth. <laughs> it's like a little different. Uh, mm. Anyway, what are your guys' secret room? Surely you have them. Then we can go into some awesome stories. Like like pop quiz. Like what's your secret room? Pop quiz, hot shot. Pop quiz, asshole. On it. I'll, t- I'll tell you what my fantasy was. Yeah, we're talking uh, fantasy a couple years secret ago. room. Oh, I thought we were like actual secret. Yeah! No, no, so, no, your dream secret room. If you had so two, three years ago, four, four, four years ago, um, you know, we were, we were living in the suburban neighborhood and I, I would look at cabins and everything, you know, just out of like on Zillow or Landwatch, like out of a fantasy. And there was one in Front Royal, Virginia on a river and it was a cabin. It cost sixty nine. It was priced at sixty nine thousand dollars on a river. A cabin. It had electricity, but an outhouse. One acre only. Mm-hmm. But in the back was the opening to a cavern system. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You remember yes. me sending you that? Yeah. Yes. House? Yes. Yeah. So I good. wanted it, and I was like, but. It, your secret room was like the Lavray Caverns. It's so good. It wasn't that big, but, but it, it was big. Be. It was a 30-foot cathedral cavern. I was like, all, all we have to do is buy that, and I will take a leaf blower in there and blow out all the bats and stuff and like set it up, put in a couch, a uh, Nintendo, a kegerator, my big buck hunter game, like set it up. Have a man cave, an actual like, but a man real cave. cave. And <laughs> if the apocalypse, I can start sticking like black beans and stuff in there. And if the apocalypse happens, we just like knock the rocks over in the front yeah. of it, and then and become mole people. Yeah, yeah stay in there. Who knows? Like like they the movie The Descent. Like you really yes. just become the Descent people. Yeah, that why not? Only five years in. You just, great you know, movie, by the way. It's very good movie. Everyone's yeah, we, I watched, Mary Ellen and I watched it a year ago. So and good. I was like, oh, was, I'll just put this on. And like by the end, they're like, oh my <laughs> God. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's good. so good. Yeah, the first one's scary as hell. The second one's more like a slasher sort of deal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, but e- uh, yeah, so that, that's case my system. ideal. So my, mine, I, I can tell you what i want and then i can tell you what i would end up with uh-huh. <laughs> that's um, usually different so what i'd want my dream um secret room would be a hobbit hole the, but you sure. wouldn't be able to identify it it's just a hill yeah but there's an entrance to it and it's actually like a well-finished room a fireplace Great choice yep. that yep. lets out smoke somewhere far away but it's this comfy little reading room it's actually a lot of passive that's got a lot of passive heating and cooling and all sorts of stuff it's great yeah it's natural it's got everything you need Virginia's so. really good for that because there's enough the right kind of hills in virginia that you could actually design that house like my you, backyard is a hill that could do it and i daydream about it a lot but it would be i always like, wanted to have the airbnb and <laughs> because of the second breakfast <laughs> uh, so anyway so hobbit hole is my dream secret room but i can tell you that the one i would end up with is from the movie take shelter with uh michael shannon oh yeah where he builds it with the great uh, movie great yeah movie. where he digs a hole and then he puts a single wide in it and he just... no 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 he puts a storage container and there's a real re- there's a real important lesson in that story that nate can tell to have air, air vents in it air vents yeah well no also like didn't like mary's parents try to do that not parents neighbors and it's instead big. of yeah, but instead of getting a storage container, they bought a trailer. trailer from a tractor trailer, and they try to pay some guy to come in and fill it up. And the guy was like, 
nope. <laughs> That's going to collapse. Even a normal container would probably collapse under that much uh, dirt pressure. But yeah, yeah, so a storage container has a has a different type of roof than a like a uh, fifty foot trailer. Well, like, yeah, the storage container could do it. I'm always worried about how do you get the vents in it, like yep. to to cycle air through it and the same, and and then keep you have also got to worry about keeping fallout out. Uh, okay. But oh oh, we, real ones before we get we're talking about oh fake ones. I was gonna say. That side, like I don't have a crawl space. I have a finished basement, but I have a side space. And the wainscoting around the room are a bunch of old doors, but the guys that put that in or the guy that put it in put a secret door on one of the panels on a, a yeah. hinge. A I mean, oh, nice. that, so that's that's relevant to our conversation because I think every house has secret rooms. You just have to find it. And I I swear every house I've ever lived in, I've been able to find the secret room. Even like the one I currently am in, I don't have a secret room, but I thought yeah. I mapped one out and it turned out to just be an architectural flaw. So it was just like a gap of like 12 inches between two walls, which is not quite a room, but like every any older house probably has them mate your house is as old as they come so like you definitely have secret rooms probably you haven't even found yet but the first one i did was when i was living in that house in the fan in richmond virginia uh and i had the attic space and i remember just waking up in the morning and i was just staring at it it's like this space doesn't make sense right like i am the attic the attic takes up the entire top floor of the house i'm missing 14 feet and so luckily it was a crappy house and i was also like it was like a punk house so like it was kind of in terrible condition and i just happened to have a circular saw like a 20 dollars circular saw you plug in and i just chopped a hole in the wall and crawled through and turns out there was a 14 foot by 12 foot space that they walled off because at awesome. some point they connected the left side of the house to the right side of the house using an airline cable that they tightened off. And to hide that from building inspectors, they just walled it off. Um, at least that's my theory because there's nothing back there. But I always had this little 12 inch by 12 inch hole that I was skinnier back then. I could like worm my way through and then pull the thing shut and I could hide back there. And then that always got me looking at a house and finding him. I'm like, uh, whether it's a house or a work, like there's always there's always a secret room. Yeah, there's a lot of crawl spaces too. Like we we don't have a secret room in our current house, but if you're walking down into our basement, there's a very clear like wooden panel in the middle of a cement wall, and it has a latch. And if you take it down, there's this really creepy underground space. It's probably like 20 feet by 15 feet, which is where all the ductwork goes to outside. Yeah, that's a huge space. Mary has, well, I bought it to investigate. I thought we had a collapsed uh, drain line in the house. So uh -huh. I bought off Amazon. It was only 30 bucks, but you connect it through Wi-Fi or Bluetooth to your phone. And it's a little tiny camera and you can fish it into things. And oh, that's so awesome. It, it's got 15 feet of cable on it, but Mary's been using it to fish. The, she's convinced we have bodies and skeletons in the floor of the house. And Probably she's also there. worried, well, maybe, but like <laughs> also, you know, you know, let stuff like <laughs> yeah. say you don't want to open every door. <laughs> she, she, she she has a lot of dreams about our our warrior area, I think, where uh the, that the person was murdered or died anyway. But uh so she's been fishing the walls and the floors with the, the cable and oh that's so awesome. See, that's the, so relevant to this conversation. <laughs> But here's the weirdest part. She's like, ah, she's frustrated because she was doing it herself. I was doing something else. I was like, what? And when she was in our utility room where the furnace is or whatever, uh -huh. and you have access a little bit to the underneath. Uh, underneath or in the ceiling area or the basement ceiling, which is like an English finished basement and then the other floor. She's fishing it and she said she found a bottle that was angled on all sides with the top and stuff in it. And, and she like hit it with a camera and knocked it over and she could see it, but she can't find it again. And it's right there. She's like, it's like right there. Oh no. 30 minutes, man. I, I half an hour I spent fishing the entire area in that. And it's gone. 
I cannot find it. It was, she said it was an old style bottle with angles on the side and some kind of top on it. And she was right up at it. Like she's, and she was touching it with the camera. And then it like yeah, knocked over. You might have to dig into that. I looked, I spit no, I I like my head. I knocked physically. the area. I physically got my head up. I could not find in where she thought it was. And I went nooks and crannies and I got frustrated and then stopped. But somewhere in that area under the floor, there is a jar. Somebody had some, for whatever reason, there's a jar. Like Just to remind people, uh, Nate's house was it. built in the late 1700s. So that jar could be potentially yes, yeah, Between early as 1752 is the earliest it could be. That is uh, George Washington bourbon. That uh, <laughs> it's George I, I, Washington's it's, freaking hand. <laughs> I mean, I think it's like George Washington's toenail clippings or something. That like would disgusting. be that would be worth some money. All good. Uh, speaking of finding a hand, I, I think that was a Freudian thing because I don't know if this counts as a secret room. Yeah! And um, but when I was a twenty-year-old, this is horrible because my memory keeps switching out. It's either John Martin or Ken Rare. So if either of you are listening please contact me and correct me because I can't remember who led this expedition, but they're like, Hey, they're going to demolish this old 200 year old fan row house building on campus that was being used as a biology lab. They're literally going to tear it down and build a new building there for the school. I know a window that's unlocked. Do you want to go sneak into it at night? And the answer was yes. And so we snuck, it was across the road from Hibs. It was like the heart of campus. And we like this, there's this one little basement window that's like 12 inches by like 18 inches. And we just slipped right in and maybe it wasn't nighttime, but it was like evening time. And it was basically an empty building except for one closet that we opened and we found a human hand (laughs) in a jar of formaldehyde, but the formaldehyde had half leaked out. So the hand was sitting there in perfect preservation except for the fingers that were not in formaldehyde oh my god owns. and we we're like we have to take that right did you uh well there's some other stuff too and we i so my memory is really bad we did take some stuff and it was on the mantle i don't know if we took the hand because it smelled really bad like if you had a hand Wait, you don't at age 21 or 22. So I don't think we took the hand, but I then also have a memory of seeing the hand on our mantle, which means maybe someone else took the hand, you know, uh, that I was living with. You have time. to take the hand. Somebody took the hand. I would not bad. take We took hand. stuff. We took other little experiments that were in the bottles. It was like I a classic horror movie. Then, on the and, thousand years. And I was Did looking, you make was like, a wish? And it was like... <laughs> yes, it's the opposite way. though it takes a wish from you <laughs> yeah. oh, of course it does no, like you're just three... staring at it and one well, finger yeah. curls up yeah, yeah like three fingers were bones and the other two fingers like the rest of the hand was meat and then oh, so if so i had taken up. it the, you know it would have so that was kind of a secret room and then another great secret room that i found was the time i went to that temple the secret temple in sunnyside queens for a meditation class and Is that the blood pudding one yeah that's the same place but the first time i went was for a meditation sorry ordo tempe orientis oto is oto which is a thelemic is a thelemic religion but anyway i like am aware of this organization i'm like oh i want to learn this meditation technique it was called you know it's called the middle pillar it's like a thing it's a very interesting one but it's a secret OTO is not really a secret society, but they are an occulted society with many secrets and you have to join them. And But they do some public facing events. This was a public facing class. However, they don't have a, a real listing of where to meet them. Like when I signed up for it and cost $10 in cash, I handed this, but they were like, just go to this park in Sunnyside, Queens. Those of you who live in New York might know this park. Uh, it's right off the seven train uh, near 42nd. But um, it's like, go to the bench in the northeast quarter of the park and wait for so-and-so's name. Someone will retrieve you and lead you to the temple. And I was like, cool. So I found myself on a Sunday morning, at like eight o'clock in the morning. It was like 30 degrees. And I'm just sitting on this bench. And sure enough, like at the pre-designated time, this guy, this older guy with like a three foot long white wizard beard 
Yes. Kind of walks across the street, looks around, looks at me in eye contact, and I just kind of wave at him. Like, I think you're looking for me because you're clearly a wizard. <laughs> he's like, you heal for the middle pillar. I was like, yeah, he's like, follow me. And so I follow him across the street into an apartment complex, just a benign apartment building, you know, like 14 floors, 100 units, just like classic Queens apartment building. We go around back. There's a basement entrance to the doorway and it's the building's washer and dryer area. And there's this people in the building doing their laundry. And he's like, is this your first time here? I was like, yep. <laughs> and uh, he's like, okay. And then behind one of the washer dryer units was a door. And I don't think he pushed it. I think he just kind of had to like know that it was there. And there was like maybe a three foot gap and they just opened the door and he, he's like, after you. And there was literally people doing their laundry down there. And we like go in and there's this um, kind of Fourier area and it's like, take your shoes off. And it was just like this weird looking like basement, like where you maybe watch movies. There's a couple couches, you know, carpet. There's a couple other people there drinking coffee, you know, hanging out. And I give him my 10 bucks. He's like, all right. And then he pulls back a curtain and it's like a straight temple. Like behind the curtain was like the white and black tiles and like the weird altar and like all this stuff. And it was, and it's like the people doing their laundry I don't think they even saw us, which is kind of crazy. That's the. I was about to say, how New it's York, New York. Is that it's a wizard walks in with a random dude and they so disappear like, behind a washing like machine. Like a t-shirt, so he wasn't dressed as a wizard. He just could easily role play a wizard, like long, white, scraggly beard, like seventy, super skinny. But still, like, if somebody like that walked eyes. in and I was, because wa I've done laundry at laundromats plenty of times. Yeah. And then at, most of the time I'm reading a book or playing the Simpsons arcade game that's in the corner or whatever. And if some dude walked in with another dude and they disappeared, like they completely like. Just were in the room and just weren't <laughs> there anymore. I would go investigate it. You I'd would just like, follow the smell of very intense incense that were definitely wafting. <laughs> New <laughs> <laughs> right. York, it's like, whatever whatever yeah there's it's a, a, i'm doing laundry here I'm doing doing laundry. Laundry. Uh, there's a temple on the other side i don't go bothering them either. or they go like it's a reason to complain like they go to their friends and they're like oh there are like eight wizards that disappeared in the laundry day to day it's just obnoxious thinking yeah. about getting out of the city there's too many wizards but that was an awesome secret room um that's amazing by the way that's yeah that's crazy was nicholas cage in there can we can we I also guarantee you nicholas cage has been in that room there's no way he hasn't i just where, where was meredith she was she was definitely not waking up and going to sunny cycles at like eight o'clock in the morning on a sunday she knew where i was well actually she kind of knew well i oh, had yeah. to, both explorations well she this is during the heart the 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 bulk of my like occult rabbit holing new york days where i was really just seeing where how deep the rabbit hole went and i remember after i went on a secret meeting in times square no less at an Irish bar in Times Square to meet actually some of these people from the OTO, but it was kind of their like meet and greet. So there's like the treasurer for the OTO and then like a bunch of other people from the public, which was a Satanist, a voodoo priest, me, and this guy who was said he was a Wiccan, which, you know, whatever that means. That sounds like the start of a joke. I know. And me and the, and then later this like, wall street bro who is part of the aa which is a secret society that the alcoholics not, anonymous is not a secret society this is not aa that this is a three dots a three dots I, are I they are you allowed to be talking about this right now uh this stuff is there's no secrets there's the internet you know if you know the right search term <laughs> there's no secrets you just have to know the search term but anyway after that night i came home and meredith was like okay, I think we're gonna have a new rule when you meet up a secret clandestine location with other members of secret societies. You need to at least give me a hint of where you are in case, she's like, I just need to know what to tell the police. Like, when you don't come back. Uh, like, he said he was with a wizard walking behind a washing machine. <laughs> right? I, was uh, like, I just got this jar with a hand in it with like three yeah. bone I, I feel like we didn't address the jar enough. <laughs> like, really, at some please, point... Please, Ken Rayer or John Martin, please, please reach out to us if you listen to our podcast and tell me which one of you led me down that that Here's wasn't... the hand? How I, I, I know I you don't know. I don't and know. your friends. All I know is there's a ghost somewhere missing one hand that's like, wait, 
what did I just hear? Is <laughs> yeah. rushing towards Chris right now in the No, no, I didn't take the hand. I'm clean. It I doesn't matter. I'm, you're gonna be, they demoed that that house too. So you're you're, you're gonna be like uh, yeah, the, held to the the fire that Did ghost we? watched will smith at the oscars and was like that son of a bitch <laughs> how do you leave a hand nobody leaves a hand somebody took that hand before you go to your last story now is actually a good time to hear from an independent podcaster that's true so instead of uh, uh commercials for dwarf throttle innovations um are at dwarfu.com <laughs> our overlords and patrons uh we're gonna do a little thing a little different we're gonna run some promos some for some independent podcasters that are friends of ours the Needcast, your source for offbeat news marauding monkeys bring fear to historic indian tourist haven these monkeys have gotten aggressive. Anytime you hold a package in their hand, they'll come up and they'll snatch it from you. Like gang members, like take your chain. Oh my God. Hot takes on sports. Drew Brees is a legend, how dare you? He is, but he's done. No, he's not, you pardoned him. He's coming back. (laughs) He wants to pardon Drew Brees, I want to throw him in prison. And deep dives into the paranormal. The uh, Loveland Frogman. At approximately 3.30 a.m., an unnamed businessman or the most credible witness maybe you can find. <laughs> unnamed businessman. <laughs> I was just doing business when I saw a frogman. Join us every Monday and let's talk some bullshit. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your favorite podcasting apps. And we're back. Also, we should mention that... Uh, me and Nate are on an episode of the Neat Cast, so go check those guys out. Um, all their episodes are hilarious. They talk about uh, news and sports, but also like cryptids and scary stories, and it is fucking hilarious. And those guys are great. But yeah, all of our listeners should go go check out the Neat Cast for sure, as well as our other uh, friends out there, independent podcasts. The other promo today, uh, which is talking tarot. I just listened to one of their episodes about the multiverse and they were mentioning about time slips like we had talked about earlier. Mm. Um, So we'll play their promo now. Hey everybody, I'm Amber. And I'm Maddie. And And we're we're Witches Talking Tarot. And we've brought you a show all about the occult. We're talking different lores and mythology. Yes, creature features, cryptids, aliens, you name it, we'll cover it. Conspiracy theories. Absolutely. And pagan holidays and 100%. Practices. All eight of them. Yes. Spiritual living, you yeah. name it. That's right. We've got it for you. So if you want, come sit with us for a spell and let us make you laugh. We are Witches Talking Tarot. Thanks, everybody and we're back and uh back. yeah go check them yeah, out. yeah i want to i immediately want to start talking about time pranks again but we're not that's a different episode <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep talking about secret rooms here on uh, against all oddities uh i was gonna say another secret room that i like uh, i kind of like is uh, and i don't know if this is unique to the freemasons full disclosure i am not a freemason but i do know your mason costs that. money well, I know a lot about it, and uh, I worked uh, in New York for 13 years. I still work for the same organization, but our office space was one block away from the headquarters of the state of New York, and it's on 23rd and 6th Ave. And they were giving tours, and I would go. I, you know, I really kind of dig learning about this stuff, and so I was getting a tour of that room. And I also have uh, a friend who performed in this space. They have a giant assembly hall for like and they do concerts and stuff there it seems pretty cool but they also do ritual work there or or meetings there and you know they're very into symbols and they uh have uh you know imagine a three-story kind of auditorium and they have an oculus you know where that light comes in and so sunlight comes down and it fills the space and it's super cool but it's not real sunlight and they have a secret room above um with all this lighting equipment to simulate like simulate why would they do that though because you need to have the sun but you're in a skyscraper in new york city you're not going to be able to get sunlight down a shaft into that room so they have the i mean this is a really ornate room and they have this sunlight oculus but obviously 
there's no way the sunlight can get in there. So, but so uh, this great writer, Mitch Horowitz was talking about getting a tour of the space and he was in the elevator and going up. He's like, whoa, 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 you're missing. Like he noticed that there was something odd with the elevators and the guy giving the tour is like, that's where we keep all of our secrets. And he's like, oh man, and he's like, that's not what really. the head of the shrine. Well, I know, but me. then he was like, not really here. And he opened the door, and it's like all the lighting equipment to like trip out the Oculus lights. And he's like, oh man, I was really hoping there was like a secret library here. That's what the like the, the head of the Shriners, which is like a like the Mason level twos. He was like, no, trust me, you can join. We'll figure it out. We gotta have some members. I'll tell you all of our secrets right now. Like, yeah, like, there there aren't any there aren't a lot of secrets because of the internet anymore. Uh, it's actually kind of a cool organization. Um, I th I think it's uh, amazing, and I think that uh, and that's what I was talking about at dinner tonight too. Was something that our society's missing, and you know, we're talking about all the people with anxiety and mm -hmm. like can, can hardly go to work and like all the problems with like the extreme uh right left politics or whatever yeah. a lot of that is because we've lost interpersonal relations and yep. we used to have used to have religion used to have community used to have moose lodges and elk lodges and all this weird stuff yeah community, it's not yeah. that it's not that weird because people would actually go out of their way to connect but because of the facebook and metaverse and twitter and yep. stuff people isolate themselves and then from that you have uh, all this road rage weird... shootings and like i mean it's, it's, like... it's 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 tearing apart our humanity and that's why i would love to like reinvent that community center or that moose lodge or elk yeah. lodge or whatever into well you know i was reading that they're else. they're the kids are actually into it they're kind of um they're increasing their numbers i mean there are some you know it can get a little tricky territory because it is like a gendered space right like it's men only uh although i think there there are actually some exceptions to that i, uh, I think my daughter is doing a great job like exploring because before i would say yep. she would like be <clears throat> sitting on the couch drooling on, on tiktok forever <laughs> i'm like this is but but now she's doing like longer sports and dancing. Yeah, and like that's about. that's that is important. I mean, there yeah. is there is something to be said still about the college education in that there is a lot of um, community. If it's, as long as you are engaging, and she's definitely like so. Me. I had a I had a solution to that. That's not the men's lodge and the men's Elks Club or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was without the castle, just the courtyard. So the uh, the courtyard you have blacksmithing on one side and archery on the other. Love it. And you can have glass blowing. All these like again medieval. I, I use that because it's so easy to jump to that. The trades and cooking and barbecue and like just we talked about building. this four years ago. We talked and we so, never did anything because it's really hard yeah. to build a freaking castle and a courtyard well, and property is expensive. You can, and you can also just do Freemason rules, which is you're not allowed to talk about politics and you're not allowed to talk about religion. Right. You at, just at, show at a, up and you can <laughs> have a schedule too. It can be organized and you can say if you're interested in open pit fire meat cooking go over there there's a vegan section and there's a whole cow cooking section at the same time if you want to do blacksmithing it's over there at 2 p.m go talk to yeah. uh the person wearing yeah the that, that does actually sound like a lot of work there's extra <laughs> yeah no it's a it's a lot of work but no, it's, just, it's not a lot of work because we can generate this we can generate this in the metaverse and make a met, and make a uh, meta courtyard no. and have them and eat some meta cow. <laughs> That's the thing. No, that is Nate is right that the metaverse is ruining the world because it's so hard to dig a hole, which is like the simplest of things. You have to dig a hole to put a seed in it, or dig a hole to get the water. Or I do play whatever. Minecraft, Tim. I know about digging uh, holes. Secret yeah. rooms. Minecraft has a lot of secret rooms. Uh, you know what has a lot of secret rooms? The metaverse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah and Zelda. And Zelda, and uh, uh, video games you, in general. Elden Ring is especially infamous for that. Where... But, but but is it is our interest in finding or like there's something you, you see the treasure hunt and everything, which is awesome. Like guy digs up two thousand year old golden treasure, whatever. Yeah. Like there's something like at least in our generation, it was from. I feel like Zelda gave that to us. Like I want to have a bomb. I want to bomb every cliffside I see. 
because until they're... I find a guy who's locked himself in selling bow and arrows. It? Or it's a secret to everyone. Yeah, here's fifty. Here's fifty rupees. You... Never come here again. Yeah, yeah I love it. that's so good. All right, I that actually wanted... is a good that's... segue. Yeah, I don't. It is. I don't want to find secret rooms. Because I feel like I've been in a couple. After like, you have a second kid, it's too hard. Escape you don't want, room you or I'm... secret room? No, 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 no. not because I don't room. need to go to another. Escape no room. one needs to go to an escape no, room. No secret room. And here's my thing about secret room. Reality is my take on it. As <laughs> as a kid, I'd say like especially because we grew up in the '80s. From the time we were granted freedom to don't come home until dark, uh, which might be the age of like seven to 12 when we were in our youthful exploration before we were playing video games at friends' houses and stuff, you, you end up finding a tunnel under a bridge or you follow a creek until it goes through a tunnel and that turns a corner. And all of a sudden there's this room somewhere, but there's like a chair and, and, and litter and empty beer cans or something and it's it goes from interesting exploration to intrusive you are clearly in somebody else's secret room you're invading on their privacy privacy in their space and it, it's interesting even if you find it within a castle which i have a story about that too and within a uh, a, a house behind the bookshelf it's not yours. It's somebody else's safe space. Sure, and it becomes sure. dangerous to you, not because if the the person that is trying to live under the bridge that I accidentally found their little hideout comes there and sees me, I could I could get hurt. I'm uncomfortable there. It's it's intrusive. But it's still it's still exciting in a way because it is like I was kind of mentioning that in our treasure episode. It's like it's a it gives evidence to an occulted world. So like there is the there is your day to day the the routine of your life and how you interact with stuff. And then just because of the how crazy the universe is, there's stuff you'll never know that's beneath you every second of the day so whenever you stumble upon a secret room you're suddenly kind of seeing the grander scale of history like oh my god this room used to be where a janitor would take smoke breaks or they shoveled coal or you know like there's this whole history i've been walking back and forth for years and i never knew that underneath me was this like whole like history of people's lives it, and kids are different though like I, I think children everything's a secret room to a child yeah like and you have the magic spaces in the woods behind the house or whatever yeah. they're all in the secret garden or whatever but i think uh we talked about it this week was uh, pan's labyrinth i thought was a great example of that where it's like oh, it, it's a secret it, room. In that i haven't seen that movie in a couple years. she takes chalk and traces it on the brick and she's able to push open the oh, door yeah. and that's, that's one of them she, under she finds the, law. the guy with the um you yeah. have the frog in the tree. You find the frog in the tree. Yeah. And then it, it all leads to the end where she gets to the end of the lab or her mental labyrinth or whatever, whatever it is with Pan at the bottom. It's like, I'm a thorn or whatever. It's so creepy. Yeah. Oh yeah, my God. It's such a good movie. It, it, it's so good. But you, you have that. It, it, but, I, but I also think that's a whole thing like with kids. And it, the biggest, uh, if we're talking about movies, uh, uh, the guy that did, uh, Time Bandits, and then later, yeah. um, uh, Garrett G Gilliam, Terry Gilliam, Terry Gilliam. He did Time Bandit, Bandits, uh, Baron von Munchausen, which was older. He did Brazil, so the yeah. childhood fantasy was Time Bandits. Brazil was middle age, and then the old person's fantasy was uh, Baron Munchausen. And then later, he did the Tidelands. If you've ever seen that, I didn't it's see that one. I don't either. Mess <laughs> up. That's like a nightmare you can't wake up from. Yeah. Also, Secret Remy, and it's all this like living in that imaginative space of a kid. It's kind of like what yep. it keeps going back to. Well, on the flip side of that, which it, it, this is a little bit of a offshoot, but it kind of goes back to Secret Rooms and yeah! what you're mentioning about how everything's a secret room to kids and also referencing Pan's Labyrinth uh, is kind of the whole 
sort of fae lore f-a-e like fairy lore from the uk like fairies were scary because kids could see their access points to their secret world so the idea was that underneath the mundane reality was this other world that was kind of like where the fae lived with like you know and they would steal kids because kids would be the only ones who kind of still possess the ability to access that space because we're all closed off so we can't access but like it's a bad thing because you never see your kid again so the and the, they would like to steal the kids to use them as like kid slaves for like you know for because you don't age or whatever so anyway pan's labyrinth like pan is part of like kind of that fey lore so like uh it's kind of directly connected to that in that it's not exactly a safe space even though it's you know it seems well, that's like the a, thing none of none of it to me seems safe no like probably finding isn't. a secret room yeah! it is secret for a reason and you're intruding on that and so your safety's not oh. guaranteed in that room which is ironic yeah it's, a, a it's an adventurer are... space it's not a safe space that's why every single indiana jones movie is about a secret room yeah! Yeah. last crusade it's about the secret room yeah! where the grail is temple of doom it's like all one secret room yeah! behind the paint you know reaching your hand through the bug wall and all sorts of stuff and obviously raiders you have the map room great epic scene where it shows you the secret room with yeah! the, the other secret room that's yeah the, the secret room, room. oh my yeah. god indiana jones is all about secret rooms yeah! which is why maybe i like secret rooms yeah! uh but also i was trying to think of like secret rooms in the pop culture and house of leaves was a really good secret room yeah! which was recently they they skull it's, it's not it's an okay book they stole it and made this Kevin Bacon movie called You Should You Should Have Left, which is a horrible movie. But they stole the best part of House of Leaves, which was the best premise of a horror story was this guy was renovating his house. And so he me- takes a measurement of his house. And I the, saw it. I saw and it. Ex- I, I, it was the book. Yeah. It was a book. Yeah. Then the new movie, they stole this part, which is messed up because the book is so much better. Uh where they just did a measurement and the interior of the house was bigger than the exterior of the house. So they got all new laser levels and they measured it again. And not only did it confirm it, it had gotten bigger since the last time he measured it. And so the whole, within the book, every time they measure it, the interior has increased in space and they finally narrow it down to this one room where every time they measure that, it gets bigger too. And basically it kind of leads to madness. They go into the space and they never come back. But like, the idea of like measuring a space and like it just does not meet with the fundamental fundamental physics of reality uh is pretty cool i thought that was a good use of secret rooms in i think it's awesome i I think that's all secret rooms right yeah yeah i mean i was thinking of other things uh uh they had that new movie the night house uh it it was all right it kind of disappointed me but that that I thought was pretty cool because this woman's husband dies and he re- he's an architect and he built the house. But at night she'd wake up and there would be a house on the other side of the lake that you could just make out. And it was a mirror of the house that he built. And he had built another house that was like bad, <laughs> the night house. But it was like a, but anyway, it really fizzles. It's not a good movie, but there's some concepts in that movie that are really good. It's all about secret rooms and like demons and stuff. But then Mary- all- mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was going to say, Tim brought up a good thing about memory palaces or like rooms in your head, right? Like secret rooms. Yeah, um, yeah the ability to, they're all locked up and it's, okay, you have no I'll control fly far, over far, it. Far, far away. Okay, you're, okay. I'll fly far, far away. No, no, no. Okay, you're, your brain separately can choose that this is something that needs to be behind Compartmentalized. Walls, completely yeah. locked up. Either subconsciously or like uh, Hannibal Lecter in the the you know would have a memory palace it's called the method of loki so like i don't know if that's connected to loki the norse god or some or if that's just latin or greek for location but the idea is that you make a a house or a mansion or a palace in your head and then you assign memories to a room in that palace and then you you won't forget it so if you need to access a memory you go into this mental projection of a space in your head and then you access the room that you kept that memory and that so uh that's my resonant energy house 
yeah it's kind of like that but instead of um transform i guess you could probably use it to convert energy forms but the idea would be like I have this wonderful memory. I don't want to forget about it. So you put every aspect of that memory in this one room and then you make a room for it in your palace. So when you want to remember it, you can enter using a visual cues and count. Well, I know it's the third door on the left is the room where I have that. But completely opposite to that. So un unconsciously, unconscious subconsciously. repression, repression, right? Your, your brain decides that some sort of experience that you've had does not uh, deserve to be remembered so instead of remembering it forever it puts it in the the opposite room of that so just like your secret room you can have your meditation place up space where you want these like wonderful memories you want to keep them forever but then below that is locked up it's the the tragic ones or the terrible ones and it is a, a secret room within your brain that you yourself have no access to and you don't even know it exists until, you know, X, Y, Z number of years later or some sort of trigger. And then all of a sudden it unlocks that room and you didn't ask to open that room, but it's something that it's, it's a secret known to you. The other thing that I thought uh, Tim brought up that was a pretty good public space is the H.H. Holmes serial killer um, in Chicago during the World's Fair. He built basically a house of horror. So he built a, a hotel because the World's Fair, huge deal in Chicago back in the 1800s, and all the people from all around the world were coming to this place. And so this serial killer, and it was way easier to be a serial killer in the 19th century. I thought it was like, yeah, it was the 1800s. Yeah, 19th century, 1800s. And so he built a, a hotel, and people kept disappearing from the hotel. I but I don't even think it was a hotel, right? I thought the base level was like shops and stores. Yeah, it was shops, stuff. but the top was a boarding house. Um Okay. I read, then, well, I read that book. It has been a while, so I'm a little rusty, but I read that book called The The White uh The True History of the White City Devil. People he had a murder room in the house that was I, soundproof. I think he had many. He like he yeah. had soundproof rooms, he had airtight rooms for people to suffocate. Yeah. Uh and he had stairs that led to nowhere and labyrinths and just all these secrets. And like he, he got in prison for something else. And when he searched the house, I guess he got they found enough. But he fessed up to 20-some murders, and they thought it was much, much more than that. And the, I guess the basement that he used as a potential escape route is still in existence, and there's like a post office on top of it now. His real-life uh, secret torture rooms and kill rooms became the premise of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think. Yeah. So, um, well, pop culture, too. Pop culture, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of that stuff. Yeah, I obviously. think there's actually a Johnny Depp movie called the secret room or window or something which secret I, window I, I remember I, not liking it i remember you not liking it so i didn't watch it every house pretty much has a secret room and people are now posting them online discovering them i just yeah. bought this house and i i found this room it's 14 by 14 and it meant to be a bomb shelter or whatever and there's there's a lot of that out there that information of just everybody every day is discovering a secret area for a different purpose whether it's nefarious or protective or uh yeah. it's just fun to the point that you can go online and buy bookshelf doors yeah that's what i'm saying but that's what the first place i would look these days you gotta get sneakier than that just to bring that up there are secret rooms <laughs> not made by humans and if you go into the woods and you're in some bushes and you're like oh that looks like a little underhanging and then you open it up and it's like oh a bear lives here that's that's not safe but it's still secret it's just a different yeah, type of well secret. that that reminds me of a secret room that i one of my favorite ones in new york city is in the greenwood cemetery uh where there is this rhododendron bush that overgrew over the course of i don't know 100 years and it overtook it's probably you know 40 feet wide this is a big bush 40 feet wide 20 feet tall like huge bush but it overgrew <clears throat> throughout the cemetery so if you know where to enter which i was taking a tour the occult symbology of greenwood cemetery and the tour guide was like let's go in the bush and like there was like six of us and they knew the right place you pulled the bush to the side because you know rhododendron leaves kind of are an ex kind of an exoskeleton of leaves and there aren't interior leaves so once we stepped inside there was a whole little graveyard inside the bush 
and with a little path we like walk through the bush with all these gravestones that were like half toppled over from the roots and stuff but it was this whole little secret like you could there's also a ton of beer bottles and stuff down there like definitely like people were like drinking and crashing after cemetery closed yeah uh underneath there but you basically pop out on this other side of a hill and you scare the bejesus out of whoever's over there because you're just like oh i'm just looking at this this tomb and all of a sudden like three people like walk out of like homer simpson out of these bushes uh uh but that was such a great room and it's it, what's extra good is the bush the entrance to the bush is next to a magician's great um tombstone nice and this and it's this like guy wearing a cape that's the gravestone pointing Plus. up and below like so above as below because it's a victorian graveyard so they're super into the spiritualist stuff but that's how you know where the entrance is find the magician's gravestone and you'll find the entrance to the rhododendron bush i like how secret everything and, and everything we talk about too it's all like it's it's whether it's a forbidden knowledge or a secret place or an ancient power or something we didn't think about or a ufo alien power something different like yeah. i think there's this human like want and need to step forward and gain knowledge and yeah. find knowledge from the past and that others have left for yeah. us to find and that's our reoccurring theme of our podcast <laughs> And of our society and people right. and species. I, I sent you a bunch of stuff this week about like nihilism and everything about how it's like every, every once in a while people are like, I don't even care anymore. You know, I don't care about anything. Or like, we believe in nothing, Lebowski, or whatever, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh -huh. Like the, the, the nihilist or whatever. But nihilism has a purpose and it's when society is going in the wrong direction or if like the establishment is so fucked up it doesn't like you don't even fit or have a place like what's the worst thing you can do is like i don't even care i don't even yeah. care you know what like like and i think the best example is in rick and morty when they play the life dave character or whatever <laughs> yeah. or bill or bob i can't remember the name but like he's like you beat cancer went back to the carpet store <laughs> like he lived a whole life and it came out i was like oh you know wait i remember and then you see rick is playing it is like everyone's watching him play the life of you know this this video game where you play a whole life of a, a person he's oh, like he doesn't even have a social security number it's like you just see him like tearing through the woods or whatever you know like i think nihilism is kind of like that and like at different points and, and it was on uh, that radio lab i sent you guys like every once in a while and it came from that that uh there's a book called The World is uh, is Turning to Dust. And Jay-Z wore that as a jacket, this obscure oh, professor's book. Oh, yeah, I remember book. that, yeah. This, this obscure professor's book. And then it was like, and then all of a sudden people are like, well, what does that mean? You know, and they go back because like four people read the book. And yeah, because it's super, Spider it's a super dense book. It's what they based the Cole's character out of uh, from True Detective. But, it, but, the, but the whole point of it is like whenever society is like like just gonna change and it happened in roman times and yep. in, in roman times especially where women had no rights all this stuff it's all going to shit blah 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 and all these people and it started with women mystics going like you know what fuck everybody and just going crazy and walking into the desert and stuff because they're like whatever but it made them the most powerful people of that era uh, era of just say like fuck it fuck everybody fuck you fuck mm. you fuck you and i think that we're getting to a point in that society but at the same time what i think you're going to see is people are going to start looking back into those just like indiana jones takes place in the 30s because yeah. in, in you're finding secrets to the past and this old ancient stuff because yeah. in the 1930s was the cusp of the launch of technology and the greatest generation of even World War II going to yeah, the moon, yeah. this huge technology. And that's why I think the newer Indiana Jones movie didn't work as well because you had to create like the stop of, you know, that, that last time period yeah. and to look and to reflect back and even farther into the ancient, ancient. Well, that's why secret rooms are the cure. Like in, in a, the cure for nihilism is 
the is to uh, romanticize the finite world like the only thing it, there is no more future you have to look back at the fat past to find the secrets okay i'm kind of pissed off about that hand and that you don't know more about it well i feel oh, like that's more of a core memory okay i've got our riddler our riddler this week is if you if you what were, happened to the you hand? one of the three people who was it who lived with me at apartment 666 in richmond and we we broke into that abandoned building and found the human hand was it you does cole have the hand it seems like i don't know did the hand come back to our apartment at some point did we bring it out what did we bring out i remember we brought some jars out help us complete the story that's the riddler who's got the fucking hand email it to wizard at dorfu.com or or mail the hand to chris Chris or text text your pal chris with with the horrible memory about this really probably important story that i have like so many missing details how do you have Uh, missing details about a because my life is so baller tim that like i just got all these stories and they're all on top of each other i don't know uh but anyway one of you out there has this information please please help us out and we'll give you even more stickers than you probably already have uh yeah okay i think we got an episode I, right. I, it wasn't uh, the funniest one just uh, add some y-o-u-t-u dot b-e forward slash capital c b-t-x hyphen underscore underscore c-u capital s-a